You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Off and running on this Thursday, September 17th, already mid-September. Hey there. Good morning. Welcome in. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM. ESPN New York. Oh, my goodness. Just another jam-packed Thursday edition. Of course, the number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. I'm on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. Daily poll question will be up in a short little while. We got a little football today. We got a little baseball today. We got a little NBA today. And uh, we got a whole lot of stuff to do. So let's dive right in. Of course, um, some good news For Jet fans, did you see this yesterday? Some good news. Just when you were desperate for some good. You know, you ever have a moment where everything seems to be going wrong and you just need to have that stabilizing force. You need to have that one thing, even when everything else is going wrong, that you can count on. Well, Jet fans, you have that in Christopher Johnson. CEO Christopher Johnson to the rescue came out yesterday, spoke publicly for the first time, and it seems like forever. Don't you feel better now? Some people, you know, just some people have, I guess, a way with words, right? They have a way of making you feel not only comfortable with the situation, but they just kind of allow you when you hear their words flow over you. It just has a way of putting you at ease, a sense of calm, right? A calming influence. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, the opposite of what it is, is what Christopher Johnson has. So we'll get into that coming up here in a short little bit. We have a big, big Islanders game tonight. It's game six, do or die. Yesterday, do you realize yesterday was the anniversary of the Islanders preseason beginning. That ye- yesterday was the anniversary of the Islanders preseason start to this year. Not not some other year. No, this current year. So that just tells you how crazy it is and uh, let's hope that they can get a win tonight. A game we will have right here 98.7 FM ESPN New York. So in case you're wondering, yes, I'm right back on the bandwagon. I'm in the driver's seat. I'm beeping the horn. I'm using the wa- I'm using the all the the things I have at my disposal is uh, we'll see if they can get a win tonight. And, of course, we have the Yankees. We always have the Yankees. But let's uh, – let's. Uh, we have the Mets. Oh, some Mets points today. Yeah, I mean, before we eventually put it to, to rest altogether. I mean, it's pretty much to rest. But they won yesterday, so people are getting their hopes. Hey, maybe they can make a run. Can we walk first? Can we just start to walk before we have a run? Can we – but let's start with Christopher Johnson because uh, the Jets CEO – Acting owner came out yesterday, gave his full support for Adam Gase, calling him a brilliant offensive mind. He was speaking to reporters for the first time in 10 months. Now, he did not uh, issue a playoff mandate, which uh, is probably good there, right? Um, Not anybody. Is there anyone in the world anywhere who now, after seeing it's only one game and you don't want to overreact to one game, but it wasn't like, it's an overreaction to say that that's the way it's going to be every single week, week in and week out. You'd like to think that they, the Jets as a team at some point will look like they are prepared for a game, which they didn't seem like on Sunday. But uh, I don't think there was a whole lot of people that thought the playoffs were a possibility this year to begin with. And after watching one game, 
I don't think anybody is changing their mind in that direction. So uh, among the things that uh, Christopher Johnson had to say yesterday, quote, I have full confidence in Adam. I think he has a lot more in him as head coach than some of our fans are giving him credit for. And I would agree with that, mainly because the fans are giving him credit for nothing. They, the, the, the fans think that he is incapable of doing anything. So to say that he has more in him as a head coach than some of our fans are giving him credit for is almost certainly true. Uh, he also went on to say, I understand they want to see success. I think they will. Look, I think he can work with and develop quarterbacks. I do continue to think he's a brilliant offensive mind especially he has my every confidence you know who does not have uh, anyone's confidence uh, that would be christopher johnson christopher johnson as i said i mean he comes out and, and speaks and it almost makes you feel worse and keep in mind from where you're coming from I mean, you know what hasn't been brought up nearly enough like everybody i, I think is pretty much on on the same page in terms of the jets are a work in progress and there's a lot of progress to be made but you know what's interesting is, well, you know, for anyone who is still defending Adam Gase, well, you know, this is a, this is a rebuilding process. You can't hold Adam Gase responsible for all the years of ineptitude before he got here. And I really don't think anybody is. And if you're saying, well, you know, we have, this is going to be the 10th straight year, we haven't made the playoffs, holding that on Adam Gase is unfair, right? He's not responsible for the first eight years. But you know what? The Jets, just last year, opened the year against the Buffalo Bills. And in that game, they were competitive. They had a lead in the second half. So to compare just simply that performance to the performance you got on Sunday, uh, that's another reason to, I mean, push all that other stuff aside. Just based on his own body of work, another reason why it seems like things are uh, moving in the wrong direction rather than in the right direction. So that's not all Johnson had to say. He says, uh, quote, I have so much confidence in Sam. He's the best player I know at turning the page, the absolute best. I think he'll turn the page on this last game. I think you'll see an extraordinary Sam. I think we're going to see him turn into that quarterback that we all expected shortly. I really do. I think he's an absolute sterling quarterback. Okay, so uh, look, um, that's uh, his opinion. And uh, Christopher Johnson, as the uh, acting owner of the team, Certainly has his, uh, but I would just simply say, what's the evidence? Like, what's the evidence that Adam Gase at this point is a brilliant offensive mind? The one year, I mean, you're basically saying the one year he served with, uh, with, with Peyton Manning. I mean, that's the only evidence you have in the NFL. And keep in mind, the evidence is continuing to mount, right? Like, he's still a head coach in the NFL, and the more evidence you get, it's certainly pointed in the right direction. And that's not to say that um, that it's it, that is possible or that uh, Christopher Johnson should come out in week two before week two starts and give anything but the full, co- you know, despite Jet fans' request, they're not going to fire the head coach one game into year two. But when you take a look at how things are trending, considering how the season started – the fact that they're not a very talented team, the fact that they're already hurt, the fact that they have no depth, the fact that the head coach is not a head coach. And keep in mind, his job, Adam Gase might have one of the easiest jobs in the NFL. Now, there's no, no job in the NFL is easy. But his job, from the moment he got it, all he is being judged on is the quarterback. That's it. Think of another head coach anywhere in the league 
who is is not really being judged on wins and losses, is not really being judged on progress of the overall team. He's not being judged. Have you ever heard? Think about this. He's only been here a year in a game. And they've lost 10 games out of the 18 that they've played. Have you ever heard criticism of Adam Gase for how the defense played? Ever? No. He is only judged on the offensive side of the ball and and primarily on now he gets he got criticized for the you know the lack of 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 using Livion Bell properly. Okay, so that but it it's primarily how the quarterback plays. That's his job. And even by those diminished standards, you would have to say that so far he is failing. Now, again, things could turn around, but at this point, uh, I would say a turnaround would be a, a turnaround is so that you go in week in and week out and at least have a, a chance, or feel like they have a chance to uh, win games. So I think that that at this point would be shocking, considering again how the team has started. They're not a very talented team now. They're already hurt and they have no depth. That's not really on Adam Gase as much as it's on Joe Douglas. Uh, and just thinking about all the different things. So I would simply say to uh, Christopher Johnson, wh- where's the evidence? Where's the evidence that he's this brilliant offensive mind? And and you know what it really comes down to is that you really don't have any confidence in Christopher Johnson, right? Like, what has Christopher Johnson done in his time running the team that would make you think that his opinion is really is uh, is valuable, right? Like, it would almost be like me uh, listening to somebody uh, pick stocks. I don't know anything about stocks. So that person talking might sound like they know what they're talking about. Like if I found some expert about stocks, well, you know, this thing and that. I don't know how it works. But whatever, he'd be spinning me this tail. I'd be wow, this guy really knows what he's talking about. But then when you talk to people who actually know about stocks, they'd say, no, that guy's a buffoon. He's making up companies that don't even exist, Gordon. No, I didn't know that. I didn't realize. That would be like me being Christopher Johnson. So Christopher Johnson's opinion, well, I guess it matters because he's the one at the end of the day. I don't think anybody has any confidence in in Christopher Johnson knowing what's going on. Again, where's the evidence? And I was thinking yesterday, you know, the Jets and Giants after one week, you know, they have some similarities. Both are going absolutely no place. At least it doesn't seem that way. I mean, maybe the Giants season, uh, you know, I, I have a little bit more confidence there. But even then, I don't expect, you know, I don't expect 10 wins for the Giants. But the Jets are being compared to the Giants. The Giants are kind of being compared to the Jets. Who's that more embarrassing for? Is that more embarrassing for the Jets to be compared to the Giants, considering the Giants have been the worst team in the NFL for the last three years? Or is it more embarrassing for the Giants being compared to the Jets? I mean, Giant, you, you would automatically think, well, it's obviously more embarrassing for the Giants to be compared to the Jets. Who are the Giants to be looking down their nose at anyone? So uh, that will tie into the poll question, which we'll get to here in a moment. But I did want to kind of touch on the Yankees a little bit. Another win for the Yankees last night. Now, I must have uh, the wrong shot sheet. Ray Santiago is actually filling in for Brian today. Ray, uh, thanks for uh, being on the show. Today. How, was it, how was the wake-up today? How was the alarm? Did it go okay? Uh, everything went okay as far as the alarm goes. Now, me actually getting out of bed, man, it was a little bit of a struggle. But Right, that to, does I'm, tend to be a problem. I'm happy to be here. Happy to work with you. It's been a long oh, time. Oh, that's all. Uh, look, we've been working. Uh, this is the first time we've worked together in a very long time. But we've been working. I mean, the, the, uh, the run of us working together goes back uh, far longer than uh, people w- would expect. I've always found, for most people that fill in the one day is not that bad you can get through one day of waking up i don't know what time you woke up but say four o'clock uh you can do that for one day it's the second day where all you all of a sudden um you uh, realize just how difficult it is 
I will nap extra, extra long today. To make Look, the, the beauty of this shift is there, there's, there's three of them. Uh, the t- primary ones are that you know that at some point in the day you're going to get a nap. That, I mean, just knowing every, most adults don't get to take naps every single day. And the other thing is, especially if you're traveling, although I don't know what the roads are like now, it was always nice while I was traveling to be headed home while everybody else was heading in the opposite direction. There was always a nice feeling about there, that. There is, well. there is a the nice little events. something there. You, you're absolutely right. That's underrated. I yeah. agree. Now, falling asleep at 7 o'clock, you know, struggling to keep your eyes open every day, that, you know, there's, there's a negative there. But, uh, no, there's some big, big positives that people uh, don't, um, don't uh, recognize. All right, so the Yankees won again yesterday. Now, I must have the wrong shot sheet here because all of these home runs happen. I think on two. this is, oh, wait a sec, all the guys who were hitting home runs on Tuesday hit home runs again yesterday. I think you all realize what this means. I think you realize this means the Yankees, the Yankees are back. Hit the music, Ray! Oh, the Yankees are back! Isn't it nice to have the Yankees rolling again? DJ LeMayhew, a little home run. Luke Voigt, another home run. Higashioka's even getting involved. Higgy! Higgy is getting involved. Oh, my God, it's fantastic. Give me a little Yankee uh, home run there. I don't care. Pick anybody. I mean, everybody hit home runs yesterday. Pick one for me, Ray. High fly ball by Higashioka, deep to right field. Oh, yes. Higgy does it three times. Another home run for Higashioka, and it's 13-1 Yankees. He's getting Higgy with it. Oh, the Yankees. Yes, Michael. Michael K. the call, courtesy of yes. Fantastic. All right, so a couple points on the Yankees uh, before we uh, get too deep into the show. A, Garrett Cole. B, Aaron Judge's return. And then finally, uh, a point about Luke Voigt. Uh, Garrett Cole, remember when people were panicking? I know it was a while. It was last week. Garrett Cole's been disappointing. Oh, you paid him all this money. Oh, he's not not, uh, performing like he did last year. And for the people who said he's not performing as he did last year, you are absolutely right. He's better than last year. He's better than, I mean, I have this thing that I use. I don't know if anybody else uses it. It's called Google. And when I put in like uh, Garrett Cole stats into Google, this google.com, I don't know if you've heard of it. It takes me generally to a baseball reference page where I can look at the actual numbers uh, of what Garrett Cole did last year. So in case you don't use the old uh, google.com or baseball reference, now through 11 starts, and I, I get it, that this year is different than last year in that last year, would be a regular year, he had a whole lot different stuff. But if you just go by where he is in his season, 11 starts against 11 starts, there's no real question outside, I guess, of strikeouts that Garrett Cole is better this year than he was last year. Last year in 11 starts, his ERA was 4.11. He had given up 54 hits. His whip was over one. And he'd given up 11 home runs. Okay, so that's another stat that is not quite as good. But this year, 11 starts, his ERA is over a full run lower. It's now at three. He's given up 48 hits as opposed to 54. His whip is under one. And he's still given up 13 home runs. Again, he's been fine. He will be fine. Everybody who was pointing out something about, uh, I mean, you're just desperate. Desperate to find something to complain about if, if, if Garrett Cole was one of the things that you were complaining about. Secondly, Luke Voigt, another home run, so now he's leading baseball with 19. And you've heard some of um, 
You know, maybe he uh, maybe he's the MVP this year. Well, maybe he deserves to be. Well, he deserves to be in the voting for MVP, but he will not win MVP. Now, part of that is I don't think he deserves MVP. I think that Mike Trout or Shane Bieber deserve the MVP. Shane Bieber almost certainly, I think, is going. He's been so sensational for Cleveland. I think that he will get MVP votes. And if they don't go to him, they'll go to Trout or they'll go to one of the White Sox. Even if Luke Voigt keeps this up, say he hits 30 home runs and is so far in front of everybody else, he won't win the award. I'm just telling you right now, unless it's like, crystal clear and you really in in any good conscience can't vote for anyone else we have seen countless examples of this where a yankee deserves an award and they don't get the award even the reasoning will change from one case to another case we've seen this throughout history trust me it doesn't matter how many home runs he hits and now in 163 games i think it is since the trade luke void has hit home 40 home runs boy what a deal what a deal. Uh, and then, of course, Aaron Judge was back last night. So uh, we'll see. He's not going to play tonight. That's just a regular scheduled off day. But we'll see how long he can stay. Now, he's gotten, he got through one game yesterday. Was not hurt. So that's thumbs up. Maybe we should hit the music again. Aaron Judge did not get hurt in his first game back. Which is Yeah, hit it. Oh, look, we celebrate everything Yankees that's good news. And Aaron Judge making it through a full game without uh, getting hurt. That's good news. So coming up, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. We have to get to the poll question. And the poll question kind of ties into um, Christopher Johnson. Christopher Johnson said yesterday he has full confidence in Adam Gase. So our poll question today is, uh, who do you have the least confidence in currently in New York sports? So uh, we'll get to that coming up. We'll give you the choices there. We have to touch on the Mets we got to touch on the, the baseball rule changes. we got moment of inspiration. we got your phone calls at 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. So much to do on a Thursday morning. So if I gave you the choice of either having Chris Johnson run the Jets or I gave you a Magic 8-Ball, what, what would you feel more confident in? I think I'd probably go the Magic 8-Ball, right? At least the Magic 8-Ball, it sounds really definitive in its answers, and the answers are short. I don't have to listen to uh, Christopher Johnson tell me he has full confidence in Adam Gase that he's a brilliant offensive mind. I, I don't... Uh, did it, I, I wasn't at, uh, obviously, the press conference. A lot of people weren't there. Uh, or Was it a conference call? I'm not even sure. We don't have any sound on it. It's just the quotes from uh, you know the beat reporters that were there, Rich Sabini. Uh, but... It just feels like every time that Christopher Johnson speaks, it does not fill anybody with confidence. So that's a problem. But uh, as as I said, the poll question is, uh, who do you have the least confidence currently in in New York sports? Now, look, I know even before I give you the nominees, and the poll question will be up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, people are going to suggest other people. I only have four options, so I tried to keep it as current as possible. And try to, you know, focus it on different organizations. Now, I could simply put, I could have went Adam Gase, uh, Christopher Johnson, Magic 8-Ball. I could have went that way, but I was worried. Magic 8-Ball, maybe we should do that. Maybe I should, Ray, you're in today. You are, um, you know, this is the only time you're going to be filling in. So I want you to feel like you're a part of the show. Here's the two options of poll questions for today. I have either, who do you have the least confidence in in New York sports? And the four nominees are Adam Gase, 
Gary Sanchez, Leon Rose, or Dave Gettleman? Or should I go with, I'm thinking that maybe I should go Gase, Christopher Johnson, Magic 8-Ball. Which, which poll question do you like better? I think I like the Magic 8-Ball question. Right, because- the Magic 8-Ball. All right, so I'm going to have to redo the, uh, the poll question. We're not going to be able to put it up um, in the time frame that we usually do. But I will, uh, you know what, when we get to the break, um, I will, I, I'll rejigger it so that it's the proper question and, um, and we can put it up that way. Yeah. Uh, well, look, of the nominees that I was going to put up, Adam Gase, Gary Sanchez, Leon Rose, and Dave Gettleman, it's about, it's not just about performance, it's about opportunity as well, right? So like Gary Sanchez is one I'm thinking it probably would do quite well because yesterday's poll question, Gary Sanchez did really well in terms of, um, what was it yesterday? I don't remember what it you was. Yeah, the sports cults. Oh, yesterday. right, the the cults, right, sports cults, right. Gary Sanchez defenders. Well, look, if Gary, imagine what the Gary Sanchez defenders would be like if he went out and put up a game like Higgy put up, like if he hit three home runs in a game. Oh, see all you people slandering Gary Sanchez. Again, it's not slander if it's true. So I'm sure Gary Sanchez would do quite well, uh, and I'm sure that Dave Gettleman would do quite well, but. For Leon Rose, he's not had the opportunity yet, so your your confidence in him might not be all that high, but at least he's not been given the opportunity to do the job so far. Gary Sanchez, your your confidence in him might not be that high, but he has done the job before. Like you can, as as bad as he's been this year, he has had the opportunity before and he has performed before. What's shocking about Gary Sanchez is that he obviously has the ability to do it, but just for whatever reason has not been able to put that together. Now, I'm sure that tomorrow when we're doing the show, I'll hate myself for saying this, but watching the game last night, I feel like he's actually having far better at-bats. Part of that, again, is that his at-bats before were just so, I mean, it was like he couldn't hit a beach ball with a shed door. So at least he's kind of laying off those pitches down in a way that he's never going to be able to reach and has never really been able to, to, to nobody can, right? Your your bat is not twice the size of a normal baseball bat, so I feel like he's having better at bats there. So so maybe he will uh, turn it around. So really, it kind of comes down to uh, Dave Gettleman and Adam Gase. And as bad as Dave Gettleman has been, and and let's not get it twisted, just because uh, you know Daniel Jones looks better than uh, Sam Darnold at this point, he he's done a terrible job too. But at at this point, you'd have to say Adam Gase. The one year he had in Miami, his successes seem much more fluky given the body of work and given how things are trending. So the original poll question, uh, I think that if I had to say the person I have the least confidence in, it would probably have been Adam Gase, but that's not going to be the poll question, as I mentioned. one 800 919 espn 1-800-919-3776. So I'll get the poll question fixed because, uh, you know, sometimes you have a better idea in the course of the show and I always uh, I'm one to go with a better idea. All right, so the Mets, before we get too deep into things and uh, before we get your phone calls involved. Mets won last night, and I saw, it was funny, the post, the post headlines. I don't know who the post headlines writer is for their tweets. That person deserves a raise. I don't know what they get paid. They should get a boost, whoever that person is. Because I saw a headline, and I almost feel like they're, they're just setting me up for, 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 to, to laugh. It's hysterical because I saw a headline yesterday. The Mets have seen the last of Jed Lowry. And the first thing, what's the first thing you think of when you see a headline that says the Mets have seen the last of Jed Lowry? 
You ask the question, when did they see the first of Jed Lowry? Like they never saw Jed Lowry. So to say that you've seen the last of him before you even saw, I guess they saw him when he signed his contract, but that was about it. So the Mets won last night. Good win. They come back from 4-0 down, beat the Phillies, who have uh, their own issues right now and whether or not they make the playoffs. So good win. And people are asking uh, whether or not uh, they they can make a run. Can the Mets make a run? Can they sneak into the playoffs? Well, they've got, what, 11 games to play, so they have to. it would be time to run now. Now is the time to run. If you're going to run, run now. And when you take a look at the teams that are out of it in the National League, I keep bringing this up and the, the days keep ticking by, the teams that are out of it in the National League currently are the Diamondbacks, the Pirates, and the Nationals. That's the list. And you could pretty much include the Mets on that list too. Now, if you want to delude yourself, into thinking that they're going to to make some sort of run, uh, you can. But at no point, I understand this is a very unique season, and it's strange. It's sixty games, and all these different rule changes, and all that type of stuff. At no point have the Mets played well for a. Cons- Has there been an eleven day stretch of the season where the Mets have played well? No. The answer is no. I can give you the answer to that right now. The answer is no. So now to expect it. 50 games basically into a 60 game season that now magically they're going to start to play well it's is delusional and i love also mark can we mark this this point in time mark this for the show so we have this later on ray for for when brian is back edwin diaz is sucking met fans back in he came up with a big save last night he looked good doing it and people are now, look at the numbers. You know what? Edwin Diaz, he's not having a bad year. Look at the strikeout numbers. Look at the strikeout per nine. Look at the ERA. He's really starting to put it together. He's sucking you back in. He is, I will say this. If the Mets do go on a bit of a run here to kind of, st- well, look, let's get back to 500. If you could get back to 500, that would be great. Or at least in shouting distance of 500, that would be great. But if they do get to within shouting distance of 500 and they get to, you know, a game or so of one of these wild card spots, Edwin Diaz will blow, uh, he will blow a game and you'll be right back to where you feel about Edwin Diaz all the time. And, and it's funny. Think about the amount of vitriol and, and anger people had about the Yankees when they were playing poorly. The Mets are going to miss the playoffs this year with expanded, or expanded field and a season where now, it's not guaranteed. It certainly seems like the Marlins are going to make the playoffs. If that's not an epic disaster, I don't care what the rules are. If you don't make the playoffs in this year, you're a terrible team. Terrible. And to miss the playoffs in a year where the Marlins are going to make it, oh my God, that's a disaster. And, you know, I've heard with some Steve Cohen, uh, you know, the news about him taking over. Some people floating out the idea that Brody isn't necessarily going to be out as quickly maybe as you think. Chris Carlin uh, has brought that up at night, 7 o'clock right here, 98.7 FM ESPN New York, the great Chris Carlin. If that's true, oh my God, all that optimism about Steve Cohen. If the first move is not to just, I don't even know, uh, conduct an exorcism of everything that the Mets have done in the past, well, then that optimism about Steve Cohen is misplaced. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. 1-800-919-3776. All right, so let's go to break here, even though we're not even early. I'm already late for this segment. But uh, I'll fix the poll question, and we'll ask. The poll question for today will be, who do you have more faith in? Adam Gase 
Christopher Johnson, Magic 8-Ball. I, I, we don't generally get very close to 90%. I'm wondering how close we can get to 90% today. Let's find out together. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Coming up, your moment of inspiration, your phone calls, lots of stuff to do as we take you up till 6 o'clock, in which time it's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Another fly ball, deep right field. Biggio back, still back. See ya! Another home run for LeMahieu. It is a two-run blast. And the Yankees are going downtown on this Wednesday in the Bronx at 6 nothing Bombers. High fly ball. Guriel back. He's on the track. He's at the wall. See ya! A long home run for Voigt. His 19th of the year. A three-run shot. It is 11-1 Yankees. You know, I, I don't remember who brought up the point yesterday on Twitter, but uh, I would give that person credit because they're absolutely right. I don't think we need to send any more tweets about the Yankees re-signing DJ LeMahieu. I think... You know, just baseball-wise, I think they kind of know that DJ LeMahieu is good and that they plan to sign him uh, long-term. He's a free agent after this year. Two home runs last night. Yankees keep rolling, so they're now ahead of the Blue Jays. And really, if you're just looking ahead to the playoff picture, at this point, you really don't want anything to change. I think now the Yankees are ahead of the Twins. I might be incorrect on that. But uh, I think with last night's win, they move ahead of the Twins, so they would not only... Uh, play the Twins, which out of all the teams that you could play, now I get it, 2020 is a weird year, it's a weird format, who knows, maybe this is finally the year that the Twins beat the Yankees, although, uh, what is it, uh, it's, it, I think the amount of consecutive wins the Yankees have against the Twins in the playoffs, I think is now up to 3,000. I think they've beaten the Twins 3,000 times, in the. my numbers might be slightly off on that, but it's it's roughly around there. So uh, that's the team you want to face in the first round of the playoffs. And if you are ahead of the Twins, as I think they are, then you would be hosting that series. Now, there's no fans, but as you know, Michael Kay brought up on, on the broadcast, was it last night, night before? You know, the Yankees are built to play in their ballpark, and uh, that's, that's where you want to, that, that series, really whatever series you play, to take place. So I don't really even want the Yankees moving up any further than what they're at. I want the position, wherever, whatever position they can have where they play the Twins at the stadium. That's the position I want them to be in. And looks like right now, that's where they are. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. 1-800-919-3776. So we've touched on uh, Christopher Johnson, and the poll question is now up. And this is not a question. You know, sometimes the poll question, who's going to win, who's going to lose, this one is just about where the numbers will wind up. And it's very rare that you can get what we found, what I've found over running poll questions every single day for, I think it's three years now. How long have we been? I don't even know if it's three years, four years, whatever it is. Breaking the 90 percentile is very, very difficult. I think it's happened only five times. Think about that. We've been running poll questions Monday through Friday for three years at least and only five or six times i think it is that we've broken the 90 percentile and it's not i I don't even remember the last time it happened i think the last time it happened might have been when odell was still here odell beckham was still a giant that's how long ago i feel that feels like a really long time ago now so we'll see today is is today the day i think it might be i I, i'm going to go out on a limb and say yes even though it's it doesn't happen very often 
today is a day where I think that we will break the 90 percentile. In case you're just joining us, the poll question is, Christopher Johnson said yesterday he has full confidence in Adam Gase. Who do you have the most confidence in? I gave you three options. Another rare three-answer three poll question. Adam Gase is number one. Now, the poll question has been up for a few minutes. We are yet to get an Adam Gase vote. The second option is Christopher Johnson. Not exactly, you know, blowing people away there either. Or the third option is a Magic 8-Ball. If I could transport the Jets' ownership into the hands of a Magic 8-Ball. Now, it might turn out that Christopher Johnson is the one shaking the 8-Ball. I've not really worked out all the, the bells and whistles on it. But it's just a Magic 8-Ball. And you are, you are locked in to whatever, the, whatever question you ask the Magic 8-Ball. You are forced to follow the Magic 8-Ball's advice. Maybe I got to order one from. Maybe that's what we should do from now on. I am going to order one from Amazon. See how quickly it can get here. <laughs> Amazon has a building right now with five thousand Magic Eight Balls somewhere in the tri-state area. So I'm going to purchase one, and we'll run through the Jets, and we will we will give the Magic Eight Ball here on the show all voting power on the New York Jets. So maybe we'll we'll see how quickly we can get that done. But at, as of right now, the Magic Eight Balls. It has a it has a definite path to victory in winning the poll question. It is right now trending at ninety two point nine percent. It's even it's not as high as the Yankees playoff odds, but it's pretty high. It's pretty high. So that's the poll question. You can vote on Twitter at Gordon Damer. Um, in terms of uh, the base, you know, I wanted to touch on the baseball rule changes. Do does anybody else here follow the guy uh, Gary V? Gary Vaynerchuk, I think is his name. He's a big Jet fan. He's like an entrepreneur. He's one of these guys that uh, he's fascinating to, I mean, he could be talking about anything. He could be talking about French food. And even though I don't have any knowledge about, he's just an interesting guy who has interesting takes on things. So the baseball uh, rule changes that were put into place this year, all of a sudden it's kind of dawning on people that, yeah, they're not going to change those back that those are just going to be the rules moving forward. So Rob Manfred says he believes that the 16-team postseason is going to remain in place beyond this year, that an overwhelming majority of the owners already endorsed uh, the concept even before the the pandemic. And really, all the the dopey rule changes that they've put in this year, thinking and, and floating it out there that, you know what, this is a weird year, we're only going to have 60 games, so let's use this as a laboratory to see what works, what doesn't work. The problem with that is, is that as soon as they get these things in there, they're the ones who came up with it. So they're going to think it's a whole lot better than the fans. It's not like they're polling the fans. They don't run poll. Major League Baseball does not run poll questions every single day. Because I could tell you if they did, they would hit 90 percentile a lot of times on the dopey things that they come up with. And you know what's really scary, but this is for a future time, these are their best ideas. These are the ideas that there's the like almost always your first ideas are going to be better than your second ideas. Although the poll question today is one of the examples, you know, the um, breaks the rule. But these are their best ideas. Wait until we get a couple years down the road. Imagine what they're they're coming up with. Hey, here's the rainbow ball from the pitcher that's worth three runs, even though nobody's on base. You watch. You watch. So these rules that they're putting in place. They're all going to stay. The, the runner at second base, that's going to stay. The doubleheader seven innings, that's going to stay. 
And of course it's terrible. And it, it, here's the thing. Like when people are like, well, what's Rob Manfred thinking? He's thinking these are things that will make us more money. That's the only thing. Baseball all the time makes decision on the short term. So the reason I brought up the guy Gary V, he was asked uh, at some point, I don't know where he was asked it, but he was asked about you know, Major League Baseball and, and how when you're talking about marketing sports, like who's the second best player in baseball right now? Is it like the uh, uh, MLB now was talking about uh, Tatis with the Padres the other day. Do you think if Tatis walked into a normal situation that anybody would have any idea who he is or uh, Shane Bieber or uh, Nelson Cruz, you know, like whoever the second, I, I don't know, any, you know, really good player who's in the MVP conversation this year, if they walked into a room, would most fans, most sports fans, even the casual fan, have any idea who they are? And I think the guy Gary V, who knows a lot more about the ins and outs of, of financing and stuff like that as an entrepreneur, he said what's happening is that Major League Baseball decided a long time ago to focus on short-term economics rather than, uh, you know, the creativity and, and getting it out there for people to kind of take it in on their own. Like baseball, they only focus on what will make them money in the short term rather than the long-term building of the business. So I'm sure that these rule changes will stay in place and the baseball, you know, Rob Manfred, um, you know, thinks that this is going to, you know, more playoff teams, more playoff games. It'll help the whatever the next contract is going to be. But just keep in mind, remember when they talked about, you know, the 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 runner at second base, the three batter limit for the relievers? That was all floated out there as ways to speed up the game. It's not made any impact whatsoever in terms of speeding up the game. So whatever they float to you, we're going to do this for this reason, we're going to do that for that reason. It's nothing to do with any of that. Every decision is just based on the short-term economics of making a little bit more money than they did the year before. Nobody thinks that any of these rule changes, not even baseball, thinks that it's better for the game in terms of a product. It's just better for what money they will make from it. That's it. That's all. It's so crystal clear that anybody who doesn't see it is just trying to avoid the obvious. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. Coming up, we'll get your phone calls involved. We'll take a look at the poll question. We'll see if the Magic 8-Ball is still trending at 90% or not. So lots of stuff to do. And kind of recap the uh, top points of the morning as we get you ready for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin at 6. Now, look, if you uh, missed the show so far, uh, I would simply say to you, you have to wake up earlier. Like Ray Santiago, who is filling in for uh, Brian today, he woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning to be here for the show. Yes, it's his obligation as part of his job. But now that you've heard the first, what, 50 minutes of the show, aren't you glad you woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning, Ray? Hello, Ray? Hello, Ray. Oh, yes, your name is Ray. Yes, I I, I addressed Um, you by name. Is there anybody else there named Ray? No, not at all. Okay, uh, all right. For, and, and I should state for the record, I got here at before four o'clock. So oh, I, look at I that! I mean, you're <laughs> boy, oh boy, you are I you're way more impressive than uh, than Brian. I mean, Brian started out doing that. He was there at four o'clock. It is it is slowly started to seep into the four twenty range with uh, with well, Brian, see, see, but he's he's you, great. When you get to a certain range at night, and then you realize it's okay, it's not worth trying to stay in bed at this point i may as well get up and right get, absolutely and get going and yes just go about my day so 
I yeah. was up. I was ready. I was good I was ready for you. To contribute. And I appreciate well, that. I Not so much when you heard your name called, but no, you, you're fa- fantastic. Fantastic job. Um, so the poll question today is uh, it's really focused on Christopher Johnson. That's where we spent a good portion of the day. Now I can tell you the poll question is that Johnson said he has full confidence in Adam Gase. We're asking you this morning, who do you have most confidence in? And it's Jets related. Either Adam Gase, Christopher Johnson, or I floated out the idea of allowing the organization to be run by a Magic 8-Ball. And you can vote on the poll. It's really up to you. It's anonymous. You can, you can vote any way you want. If, you, if you're a supporter of Adam Gase, you can certainly uh, go and vote for Adam Gase. I can tell you since the last time we checked the poll question, he has gotten at least one vote. I think it's only one. But uh, he's trending at 2.8%. Christopher Johnson also 2.8%. It happened. Yeah. Yes, we've gotten an Adam Gase vote. We figured out a way. All those burner accounts out there on the Internet. Uh, Christopher Johnson has gotten a vote. But right now, a Magic 8-Ball is, is trending. I don't know how many votes we will get today, but right now, a Magic 8-Ball is not only surpassing the 90 percentile, I'll have to go back into the Twitter records and see what the highest vote total of all time is. At least right now, the, the Magic 8-Ball is, it certainly seems like it's going to beat all records. It's trending at 94.8%. And I can tell you, because we're running out of time already, I have gone, my wife has recently installed the Amazon app. We have Amazon Prime, right? Uh, She has installed that app on my iPad, which really, I mean, what a terrible idea on her part, allowing me, I don't even need to like ask a password or anything like, I can just hit the button and just start ordering things. So when she wakes up later this morning and, and sees, you know, her email and sees that a magic eight ball is on the way to the house, she's probably going to have some questions. But it's not the first time she's had major questions about her husband and uh, things that he does when, uh, you know, she's not watching. So I, that's what I can give you. Um, the Magic 8-Ball is on the way, and it's Amazon Prime. So it will be here by tomorrow. I don't think it would be here today, though. I think that tomorrow we will not be able to do the show with the Magic 8-Ball today or tomorrow. But Monday, I would say for sure by Monday, it will uh, it will be here. So in case you're just joining us, the Magic 8-Ball has been a major focus of the show today. Where else are you going to get Magic 8-Ball talk from start to finish? Not very often. But we focused on, of course, um, the Jets and Christopher Johnson's statements yesterday. Here's the good... Like, if you're looking for the silver lining, even for Christopher Johnson, who it seems like not many people have a whole lot of confidence in, mainly because it doesn't really seem like he knows what he's doing. Like, where's the evidence that he... Even Adam Gase, who you don't think has a great track record, there is evidence of him... In the NFL, operating in an area that's had success, right? Not a lot of them, and it seems like the examples of it are fading over time. But Christopher Johnson, since taking over for for Woody, there's not really been any success whatsoever. I mean, the one mate, they finally got rid of the previous coach, which everybody was on board with, and the one to sit, you could have basically done anything else, and it would have been more favorably reviewed. So um, Christopher Johnson has been a focus of the show today, and he's the focus of the poll question. Uh, the Yankees continue to roll. Garrett Cole, remember when people were panicking? No reason to panic. He's right where he was supposed to be. He's actually better this year than he was last year. And Luke Voigt, as great as Luke Voigt, he will hit it. Maybe another home run tonight, maybe two, who knows. He, I will tell you right now, he will not win the MVP. He's not even going to probably finish in the top three. Mainly because he's a Yankee. And we all know that unless it's clear-cut, 
the Yankees don't do very well in these these voting awards. Uh, we're already out of time for today. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully with the Magic 8-Ball. We'll see you then. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin are up next. 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. What? This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.